Hey roaches and worms, I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items, searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, play some games, and maybe even a few surprises. I'm still sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Hello, and welcome to Five Years of Thrifty. I'm your host, Toddy Tondera, and this is secondhand shopping for worm people. So for all those roaches out there, for all those worms sliming around on the ground out there, put those big W's up in the sky. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this five-year anniversary retrospective. I just wanted to take some time to thank everybody for downloading the show, whether you just started listening to it last week or five years ago, you uh, hit a download button on something with very bad cover art. Thanks, everybody, for these five years. I know the show hasn't ran for five straight years, but I haven't done anything for five straight anythings, so... There was some gaps in history there, and I thank everybody for sticking with the show, if you did stick with the show. Uh, Pre-pandemic, there was a lot of opportunity to do a lot of live stuff. There isn't much opportunity now because, of course, non-essential to really be doing stuff like that. So it kind of halted Thrifty's progress a lot that uh, the pandemic hit. But, of course, it's affected us, all of us, so I'm not going to complain whatsoever. It's just what we have to deal with. But back then, we did have a a great podcast community here in Pittsburgh. We did a lot of live shows. We did some DIY shows in my apartment. You know, we did some shows at some art galleries, all kinds of stuff. And uh, a lot of that happened in 2018, 2019. I know in 2019, uh, I was very honored to get the Best Podcast Award for Thrifty in the city of Pittsburgh. And since then, it's been all over the place, hasn't it? There's been a ton of changes. There's been a lot of ways and formulas we, we uh, uh, tried with the show, a lot of different cast members, everything like that. So I want to take the time to salute. I don't even want to say the early days of the show because there's even earlier stuff than what you're going to be listening to. But I wanted to put together a retrospective episode of all those live shows we collected. So you're going to be hearing clips from a bunch of different live shows that we've done. The first one you're going to hear is from December 16th, 2018. It was a thrifty holiday party and we live streamed. It was sort of like an all hands on deck live episode. We streamed at a local podcast studio. We had a bunch of cameras at our disposal And usually, as you probably know if you listen to the show, it's mainly just audio. So we had some video with it, so we were doing all kinds of crazy things. Uh, But we each brought a secondhand item because we did a white elephant gift exchange. Now, to set up the order of the gift exchange, we played a karate fighters tournament. And if you don't know what karate fighters are, uh, each player controls a quote-unquote karate fighter using a spinning dial and that fighter throws kicks and punches and the object there is to knock your opponent off their spinning dial off their little pedestal so we had that going so you're going to hear a bunch of punching and kicking noises a lot of people screaming but this clip features Josh Lascall Larkin Ryan Thompson uh, Layla was there all three were uh, pretty crucial 
and sort of the early to mid days of Thrifty. So check it out. So the winner of this will face Marty McCry to depict the White Elephant Gift Exchange order. I mean, at some point in time, we've got to move drop, on. Drop, drop, drop a weapon, ref. I can't get one in. <laughs> Making shit fair. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, so I'll, I'll, I'll count down. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be three, two, one, boinker. And when I say boinker, that's when you start fighting. Why is that the word you chose? Can we, can we discuss it? Three, two, one, boinker. Man, this is. The winner faces Marty McCry in the finals. Wow, this has been oh, the God, best one. Oh! Oh! The instant replay on the television will show you that Layla gave up and the referee advances to the finals to face Marty McCry. And that will be it, folks. I don't think my hands hurt hurting. I'm sorry, but if there's a loophole, you take it. So last call versus Marty McCry. What is up for grabs, folks? What is up for grabs? The winner of this will pick last. And get the large bear behind you now. And the winner winner of this will get the last pick in the White Elephant Gift Exchange, which will guarantee their present that they want. And they will also be rewarded with this trophy of Carl the Bear. Carl the Bear will be awarded to the winner of this match and it will be best out of three folks best out of three and we'll get carl the bear in the shot here i'm gonna watch he needs to preside you want to go two let's go two all right right. let's go two that's see this is what i like a real challenge wow wow i see how it is thanks who's violent now right oh you know, have you noticed that they haven't, um, <laughs> wow, I didn't even touch the button and he came off. Interesting, In- right? Interesting. Interesting, We've right? We've all been there. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's been a long day for him. The chat is accusing the referee of cheating, which is interesting. Josh Bad Call Larkin. Oh, what? Josh! Oh! Josh Bad Call Larkin is out there. This holiday special is turning into There's a- no timeout in karate fighters. You can't just take your hands off and be like, I need to stretch. And that's a, still a, a legitimate. All right, I'll, I'll give you a three, two, one, boinker. Ready? Three, two, one, boinker. Wow. Oh, oh the first defeat of the I referee. I appreciate that. I like this strategy. So Marty McCry is bravery. up one zip on last call. And if Marty McCry wins this, not only will he pick last in the White Elephant Gift Exchange, depicting his own gift, but he will win the trophy of Carl the Bear. I so hope you get this fucking stupid bear. <laughs> Carl's getting closer. You know what? That, that might be your Christmas present when I win. I'm okay with it. <laughs> so we're going to give you a 3-2-1 boinker countdown. Everyone in the chat with me. 3-2-1 boinker. Wow, what a competition. You oh! are so good. <laughs> Marty McCry is victorious over the, over the corrupt referee. That place even let us come back. How about that? We actually did a few more gigs at that place, so that was kind of cool. The next clip you're going to be hearing is from January 27th, 2019. Podcast night at the Toma One, PNAT One. And what podcast night at the Toma was, was a DIY podcast night thrown from where I lived. And actually, I currently still do live there. There were four podcasts, including my own, who did shows well into the night. Uh, one of my thrift finds that I showcased on that live episode was an Easy Bake Oven, which I turned on and previously ate from earlier in the night. I got sick, I think. With the audience and the panel, I discussed the history of the Easy Bake Oven, and this clip also features Josh Call larkin Ryan Thompson, and Layla again, plus people shouting random things. The first item of tonight's thrift haul comes all the way from 1983. 
we have with the box the Easy Bake Oven Dual Temp Oven, as you see uh, the young dual lady temp. here making a pie. Um, it has some kid scribble on it. Can you um, decipher that for us? But um, for those just listening to the podcast and not available for the live stream, I have the box of it, and I'm going to pick it out now. Whoa. It's a really I beautiful... Threw, I just almost threw up. It's probably that all that 1983 smell. It, that, it has no... no. Yeah, I just almost threw up. It's very, um, like, vaporwave it's colors. The it's like... It's like... Yeah. The wave. So what we have here is uh, 1983. This is uh, from Kenner. It does work. I did test it. Oh, oh God. Don't burn the fucking place down. We can bake cookies. I, we've got the time. It only takes, what, 20 minutes to Did it cookies. come with the mix, Todd? It did. Um, so what we had, we we did we did um, plug in the Easy Bake Oven. It's getting a Audible lot of pop gasps here from the audience. What's interesting about this What's interesting about this Easy Bake Oven is uh, the low temp is up top. Oh. When it's on low temp, the bulb inside of it is actually brighter. When it's on high temp, the bulb is actually not as hot. So I think that's a little mistake. Um, there is some cookie crumbs still in there, but it's mostly clean inside. One dollar to anyone here who eats those cookie crumbs. I've already eaten something out of it. Okay. I'm fine. What? Oh, what, what no, you're is not. That, do you think what? that is what made oh. you puke? Guys, was... we discovered. We figured it out. <laughs> when did you eat? <laughs> Why? <laughs> For those of you listening at home, Todd is frozen in yeah, time. This is the moment he, where Todd realizes he, he fucked up. Purposely put the disease in him. And that <laughs> And that's probably this is Toddy Tondura, aka patient zero. <laughs> so if you, you 30-year-old cookie crumbs. So if you eat a cookie out of a 1983 easy bake oven, your joints stop working. But uh, this, you could actually get yeah. this bad boy for about 40 bucks. Um, it is a working toy un uh, oven introduced by Kenner in 1963. And originally, inside these ovens were an incandescent light bulb, and that was the heat source. But into the 80s, we got more of these. And as I'm talking right now, holding the Easy Bake Oven, it's burning. Um, you can see it lighting you, up your palm underneath. Do you think you could glow. mod that? You could put a smart light bulb in that and then just tell your fucking Alexa to cook a cookie for oh. you? I don't think they get warm enough. I don't. Uh, they, oh, yeah, because they're like LED. Yeah, technology yeah. is ruined. But Kenner sold 500,000 in the first year of production of the Easy Bake Oven. And in fact, in 1962, Kenner created... Um, so in so glad you went there. I was getting... <laughs> but the, the idea... The idea went over so good that in 1968, Kenner approached one Jim Henson to create a Muppet version of Goonie Bird. What is Goonie Bird? Do you cook Goonie Bird? You, like... Goonie is, Bird was is he the mascot. Goonie Bird was actually the logo for the Easy Bake Oven back in those days. But when he pitched it to Jim Henson, Jim Henson said, "Get rid of it off the logo, and we'll make a Muppet about it." So they made a Muppet about it. <laughs> and a Muppet about it. This is a response to everything. He's like, "Fuck it, won't just make a Muppet Fuck about it. Let's it. make a Muppet." And it actually, in early episodes of Sesame Street, Big Bird introduces Little Bird, and Little Bird was from this thing. This fucking bird in my hand, in my right hand. I'm not gonna have so skin on it. So is that? I, I know. I didn't know that Little Bird was from that. I'm familiar with Little Bird. Is, is that canon? So is Big Bird a Goonie Bird then? Yeah. Is, is Goonie Bird the like species? Well, you know, some say that is the species, Rumor but has it. Bird is often the species, and there's Big, Little, and Goonie. Okay. The you know how you the know, genus? Like, yeah. Okay. The genus and the species. Yeah. 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 You Ta know, like taxonomy. If Gregor you watched Mendel. a cartoon, yeah. if there was an animal in the cartoon, it was named that, like Little Bear. How many bears were in that fucking show? Like seven. Well, you, you have you set the proxy. Like the Berenstein. The Berenstein bears. Berenstein uh, bears. We, uh, okay, that's a whole not. Fuck those bears. Fuck those bears. Fuck those. Hashtag who wrote fuck those, those bears and fuck those bears. Jan and Stan Berenstein. Are you besmirching the names? Oh. I fucking hate those bears, like, to a, the highest degree. Okay, we've got, pause we've... the Easy Bake Oven. Sorry about your hand, Todd. Okay, so why? <laughs> Whole segment. I'm holding it. 
to be very fair, I forgot that I was sick until I found that clip. Now that I remember, I was very sick that night, and who knows if it had to do with the Easy Bake Oven, but I was sweating. I was doing all kinds of stuff. I may even have puked. I have no idea. But yeah, I was, yeah, it sucked that night, and it was like a hot night in this apartment, but the DIY show went well. Also, yes, I do just use Toddy. Um, using Todd on this show was because that was, I guess, my official name. So when this show started, I was pretty adamant about using that name. But off the podcast, no one really called me it. And no one really calls me it now unless they just have no idea what's going on with my life. Which I guess, eh, there's some people who do. But this next clip is going to be from April 14th of 2019. And yes, it's PNAT2, podcast night at the Tolma. This happened like three months after the first. This clip features Amanda Waltz from Ghoul on Ghoul podcast, decently drunk, wrapped in a blanket. We do a segment that we call Vintage versus Modern, in which we compare the value of a vintage item next to its modern counterpart, then the one that has more value is the one that you should pick. There's a ton of Amanda screaming, that's for sure. This is probably the only episode of this podcast where I kiss someone during the show, and it just so happens that it was cheered on by the ones in attendance and instigated by Amanda, and I kiss Josh, last call Larkin, right on the mouth. Yeah. If you try at the end, will you kiss on the lips? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I kiss Howdy. My I although I like I feel bad because hours ago I forgot my chapstick and I've been like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Like it's not gonna be quality. I'm not gonna give you my best quality. No, no, here's the thing. You know I do that. Here's the thing. I'm it's a not fucking, that big of a I'm deal a, for me. No, I know it's not a fucking big deal for yeah. you, but I just, I just like to like see two men down. kiss. So at a tie, we have Look, to kiss. I'm Here's the thing. Here okay, to so see men you kiss. win. You win. You win. I win. I win. If we tie, the house wins because they get a kiss. <laughs> well, I no. the house meaning me. Yes. I mean, okay. the referee makes the rules. We abide. Okay. Even so, if you lose, you does both anybody fucking have kiss for me. I could borrow though, like Dude, look. I, I have like, some. I have some lip like gloss you better, can use. I, I have some nice lip gloss. Yeah. You the would, here's the thing. You, would, you invited right. a horny thirty-something woman onto this podcast. So I I will take whatever so I can get for the vintage versus modern. What say you? Artificial inseminating kit. Oh. <laughs> For what? Animals or humans? Animals. Animals. All right, all right. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Animals. I'm here with you. I'm all right. Here with you. So the vintage artificial insemination kit. Uh huh. It comes with, and I quote, <laughs> and I quote, uh-huh. rods, uh-huh. tubes, yes. syringes, <laughs> in a fanny pack. It, okay. Wait, wait, wait. All right, Amanda. Does it include? All right. Does it include the canister in which you keep the sperm that you order from the catalog? No, that these my are dad ordered from. These are spermless. Both are spermless, yeah. Josh. Wait, spermless? Yeah, it's just oh, the kit. Fuck, then I have no idea. You, if, look, <laughs> if you could sell sperm on eBay, we'd all be can I Can I tell you a yeah. funny story? <laughs> okay, so I grew up on a dairy farm, yeah. and so in order. To breed cattle, you have to do it yourself, which is what my dad did. Uh huh. It involved a lot of arm length gloves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I remember my friends would be like, let's go to the movies. And I'd be like, all right, well, I have to go out and ask my dad. So I would go out. I would open this, I would go down to the milk parlor, I would open the door. My dad would be like up to his fucking shoulder in a cow. Yeah. And digging I would just in there. Be like, hey, dad, can I have 20 bucks? We're going to go see fucking. The faculty. So my back. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great movie, by the Josh way. Josh Hartnett. And he would he would pull his hand out of a cow's vagina and be like, "How much?" <laughs> I'm not fucking joking. He would rip off the glove. No, no, no. Yeah. The glove would stay. Oh. And the cow would turn around and be like, 30? <laughs> Are <laughs> you going like, with friends? Let her get some candy. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, so so believe me, if you don't have it, if, if it doesn't include the canister with the with the freeze dried sperm, and that's the ref yet. telling you that that's the, the yeah. money. The money's in the the sperm, as we all know. The vintage artificial insemination kit, rods, rods, tubes, syringes, and a fanny pack, and it is from the early nineties. Oh shit! Okay, it is from the early nineties. Versus, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Versus. The modern artificial insemination kit, mm-hmm. which features, and I quote, everything you need. So the canister? We're, well, I'm going to go, I don't even need more. I'm going to go modern because if you're like actively inseminating and you're doing it off of vintage equipment, <laughs> I just feel like you have subpar product. Like, All right. I don't think you're quite getting there. Like. If I went Holy to a, if I Lord. went to a doctor and he's like you need a fake leg, I'm going to give you a wooden one. I'd be uh-huh. like <laughs> vintage versus modern artificial oh. insemination kit. So the vintage insemination kit. Can I can I put it in a bit? Yeah, sure. Yes. 30 bucks. Okay. Oh, I'm going to say uh yeah, I'm going to say modern by 20. Okay. So the vi- modern by 20. So right. the vintage insemination kit, actually, by the referee, it is thirty dollars, Amanda. Are you fucking kidding me? The vintage. So oh. the vintage artificial insemination <laughs> kit is thirty dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? So who, who, who is? So the modern, you want to know what the, you, you feel yeah. confident, by the yes. way. No, I don't. I just have to pee, and this is my inclination to lean forward. Because I don't squish my bladder anymore. Okay. Shit! I will go modern, $15. So you're wrong. So you are wrong. I said, okay, so just to you clarify, just I said. Yeah. Y'all discuss. Okay. Go, get out of here, get out of here. Okay, so I said that uh, the original was $30. Yes. Wait, so the modern is $15? The modern is $15, and Josh did not ask for qualifying questions. Uh-huh. I had offered to the audience here. I had said, uh-huh, would you ask? Uh-huh. These, this artificial insemination kit, the mar- modern mm-hmm, artificial mm-hmm. insemination kit, is it's like it's made in bulk. Like, so you could, yeah, like, a kit 100%. for you, a kit for you, a kit for you. Well, the vintage one was a special, the, the, the vintage is a very special one. It's a yeah. very collectible one. It's not one that people use. It's just like, I have a vintage art. Like, I, I have a dead bird in a jar. People have things, Look, Amanda. Man. You're not even close on the dollar oh, value, shit. but you fucking nailed that. It's yeah! Kiss for me. You don't have to kiss for me. Well, I what? won. I won. I don't have to kiss. <laughs> what happened? I what? won. Just kiss. Did I not win? Listen, I, I got. I picked modern. Was it not you modern? Were, you were two for two. Yeah. I was two for two. See, I won. No, I will kiss. Let's kiss anyway. Kiss yes! anyway. I know, I know. People are disappointed to see thrifty versus or vintage versus modern go away. Yeah. So like, no, is it going away? Yeah, it's that's the last the show. Very, it yeah, ended with a kiss. How are we coming back from a kiss? That's Just ended with a kiss. Fucking mango. I don't know. We've got, <laughs> we've got, <laughs> we've got things. Chest. We've there, got things. There, there's been somebody in the audience. If we do it again, we have to sixty nine. If we lose, <laughs> what? All right, but I get dibs on bottom. Oh. Yeah, well, absolutely, your bottom. No, no I meant doubt. For, I meant, no, no, I meant for 69, not, not. If you thought, if you thought, if you thought, if you thought I wasn't the daddy. I think my humor is a little bit more subtle than it used to be, but I think it's the kind of the same thing, though. The crowd sounded pretty cool in that one. I forgot about that. That was pretty fun. I guess that was better than Podcast Night at the Toma one. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Amanda was uh, uh, pretty drunk and yelling, and uh, it made for a really, really cool show. And uh, Ghoul on Ghoul was uh, very much a part of the Thriftiverse at the time. The next clip you're going to hear is uh, live at a 
cat market and what this market did was they adopt cats out and I actually got my cat brother from here. But in May 18th, 2019, uh, a little Easter egg of a find here, Rachel Stratton, the clown keeper, the hair care guru, she's on the show a lot these days. Well, she actually debuted on the show back in 2019 for one segment on one thing on one live episode. What we did here is I asked the fans and listeners of the show to bring in secondhand items to this cat market and talk about them on the show. So we went one by one, audience members came up and talked about it, and Rachel was one of them. And now she's on the show like all the time now. So here's uh, some early clown keeper material. And, and as I'm looking as I'm looking at this number pad, it kind of reminds me of the number pad that you used to put your like debit card in. It looks like you're doing secretarial work yeah, in a sci-fi so film from the weird. 80s. Fun thing about my pin number, the first pin number I ever had is still the pin. I'm 31. I've only known you for three years, and I know your pin number. Yeah. Um, uh, I think there's uh, maybe a round of applause. Who knows my pin number in the room? Some people know my pin number. Okay. It's, it's two numbers. It's uh, one number and then a uh, number, number A. It's, uh, it's a number A, then number B, then number A, and then number B again. No, you could get it in my bank account. There's nothing in no. there. What's the problem? I mean, you know how he makes his money. It's this. Yeah. Um, so as we mentioned before, we are at the Black Cat Market. We're doing a live show. And as we said, we invited some friends onto the show to discuss, to discuss mm-hmm. their thrift finds and so we have three people um on the on deck circle so uh the first person uh, if you would like to come up to the microphone that would be rachel with we're about to find out rachel how are you feeling today i'm feeling confident toddy confident confident what's that like rachel Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. It's been a constant in my life. I've never known. <laughs> so, Rachel, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Rachel Stratton. I work at Salon Atmosphere in Dormont. I am a creative color and cut specialist there. Um, I also dabble in photography. Haha! <laughs> I have my degree in it, and I am shooting every day there. Um, I typically work with my clients as if they are models. So it's very nice being able to wrap those things together. And I am always looking for more people to include in such projects. That that was a hell of a fucking... I I've never have been that, that prepared yeah. for anything <laughs> in my life. My SATs didn't look that good. It took me five hours. So, Rachel, you brought a thrift find, um, and it, it appears to be a clown. Tell us a little bit sure about the clown. clown. So one of the favorite thrift stores of mine that I tend to frequent at least once a week is the Green Tree Community Thrift. It benefits veterans, and um, typically there you find a lot of really good clothes and a lot of really good donations from actually stores or just people that tend to donate newer things. And um, there they have a case for sort of valuable items that people have donated that they have uh, deemed a little bit more worthwhile. Um, And those are like caged off. You can't get to them. You have to ask permission to get them. So sometimes when I find items there, I'm a little disappointed that I I didn't find the diamond in the rough. This is Homie D-Clown. If anyone has ever seen the 1990s sketch comedy show um, in Living Color, this was a recurring character who was a birthday clown and not very good at it. So... In Great shtick, by the way. Great shtick. Many, oh, many absolutely. socks were ruined in my childhood playing homie clown. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have uh, a, a clown collection, I understand. I sure do. I have about, I want to say 25, but some of them are small, some of them are large. You kind of lose count, you know, with all the clowns you come across. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, Don't you? Yeah. Some of them walk off in the middle of the night. I mean, they really stand out at you, so you know when they're there and you know when they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, clowns tend to be the thing that I'm like drawn toward whenever I'm out, and uh, this one caught my eye because I knew it from the television show. But I pick, I typically collect clowns that have no affiliation with anything. Like if I find something from the Ring, Ringling Brothers, I'm not so interested in it. I want something that's a little brandless. So this is sort of the only like commercial clown I have. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It's mm-hmm. a. Uh, it's a collectible for sure, but so are all of them. I want to treat them all equally. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, in Living Color, uh, a lot of folks remember in Living Color for Fire Marshal Bill, Jim Carrey. Um, <laughs> and then from uh, then on out, Jim Carrey was just that character and everything he did. Absolutely. And he was uh, James Carrey back then. James Carrey. James Carrey. He through was? half of the credits, half of the duration of the show, he was credited as James Carrey. And then I guess as soon as he found his identity, he switched. He dressed it up for In Living Color. It was Color. when he stopped he really parting did. his hair to the side is when he went from James to Jim. And uh, Homie D. Clown, would you say that's about like a, how tall do you believe that that clown is? About an eighth of me. About an eighth of you. So okay. I would say I would say a foot and some, maybe. Foot and yeah. some. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so okay. no. Uh, I have no concept of measurement, so I don't know what to say when people ask me those things. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's he's a, a foot and some. Yeah, he's a foot yeah, and some. Yeah. And that was uh, what that was what that was Mar Marlin or Damon Wayans. I believe it was Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. I actually had to look it up earlier. I am ashamed. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot to, so that's fine. <laughs> so Damon Wayans. Okay, well, Rachel, thank you for showing Homie D. Clown, who is a, a foot well. in some. Going cold right into it, just sitting down and starting to talk, Rachel kind of killed it that day. But since then, we've become uh, good friends, and we are currently neighbors. So that's even fun. The next clip is from Thrifty Thon 2019, which took place September 8th of that year. It was literally one of my favorite nights in my life. No kidding, I'm serious. Not that anything outerworldly happened, but it was easily the busiest event I had planned up until that point. Brick Body Kids just launched at the time. Shane Becker was selling Brick Body Goods out the front room. While the podcasts and musical guests were in back, it was a successful event, and I hardly feel even today that I do anything successful or I like anything I do. But that night, I feel like I had an opportunity and I didn't do bad at it. We also hear about an alien, our friend E.T., in this clip that Josh Last Call Larkin and I do. Welcome everybody to Thriftathon 2019. You, uh, a, a big, uh, you know the podcast host is a loser when they clap, clap at their own shit, baby. But uh, yeah, I guess we could cut the song now. So hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Toddy Tondera. I'm the host of Thrifty Podcast. If you haven't heard this show before, each week I take a guest secondhand shopping. We have live podcasts. We have three musical acts. And we have vintage sellers selling stuff out of the front room. And I got to say, probably the better of the two rooms right now. <laughs> Um, there's art on the wall. It's amazing, but I just wanted to take the time to thank everybody for coming out. And I didn't bring, I had two people ask me if I brought a plastic bag with hair in it like I did last year. Didn't. I didn't do that. Um, but we do have a... The night is young. Sarah Gull from Gull on Gull is here. Uh, so we have a short thrift haul because we have a podcast snippet before we get into our alien thrift haul i have a green little alien right here and josh knows uh what what this alien's about if you want to tell the folks yeah so this is the bit for the evening so spread or don't spread this to anybody else but we're this alien is going to get hidden at some point in time this evening mm -hmm. and if you find the alien once it has been hidden you get a special prize and the special prize is what we're looking at in today's thrift haul. Now, so for all you alien fans out there and also outer space fans, this week's thrift haul for Thrifty Podcast is E.T. in his adventure on Earth metal dinner tray. This oh! Is, yeah. We there got some, got a lot of latchkey kids popping for TV dinners <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yeah, so um, just a, just by noise, who is a fan of E.T. the film? E.T. the film, some noise. Who is, fan, who is 
bigger, zoom out the camera a little bit. Who's a, who's a fan of aliens? I want to hear a bigger pop than that. Cool. So the only thing you have to do tonight, except for enjoy the art, enjoy the entertainment, is find this little green guy who after the set I will be hiding and this 1982 ET tray will be yours. So uh, this is uh, from Universal uh, City Studios and ET the extraterrestrial is a, an American science fiction film. For those folks who haven't seen it, it was directed and produced by Steve Spielberg himself. Uh, and it tells the story of Elliot, a boy who befriends an extraterrestrial, and then they want him to get back to his home planet before he dies. Yeah, this track says, in his adventure on Earth, as yes. if there's another one out there waiting somewhere. And the interesting thing about the E.T. puppet is there was actually a human being in that puppet. And uh, the human being had to, like, uh, like, 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 imagine if you were standing still with a rope tied around you and how tight that would be. Now imagine yourself without that rope. He had to pretend like there was a rope around him because he had to stand there like a penguin would stand and then the arms were guided from inside. So it was a very, very hot costume. At the time, uh, E.T. was actually uh, the most, uh, as far as money, the biggest grossing film of all time. Now, we do play trivia on the show. We're not gonna get to that yet, but you could actually shout at me, and I hate that, but this time I'm allowing it, so it's fine. Does anybody know, and Josh, you could, you could chime in too. I won't shout. Which movie dethroned E.T. as the, the highest grossing film ever? Now, it's been redone several times. You know, there's, there's bigger movies since then. But something only a few years later outsold and outdrew E.T. Anybody know? Shrek. Shrek. Shrek oh. I heard Shrek, and that, I will say, it's not Shrek. No. It's much, it's, it's, E.T. E so if Shrek, Shrek two. if Shrek came out in 1984, it might be, I heard Titanic. That oh. was actually the, the further down final answer, ah. but it was Jurassic Park, the dinosaur guys. <laughs> the dinosaur guys. So uh, the question I have for you this evening, Josh, in Steven Spielberg's 1982 science fiction classic, E.T. Oh, that one, okay. What famous actor or actress appears in one scene but was cut from the final film? What actor or actress did one scene for E.T., they were famous, and then it was cut and they didn't make the film? A, Harrison Ford. B, Harold Ramis. Shout out Ben Brainiac, Ghostbusters fan up there. <laughs> C, Jamie Lee Curtis, or D, Josh, what is D? D is always none of the above. None of the above. So A, Harrison Ford, B, Harold Ramis, C, Jamie Lee Curtis, D, none of the above. Which of these famous actor or actresses appeared in E.T. in one scene but was cut from the film? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are it could be anybody. I mean... Could be anybody or none of them. I thought we were going to go with, like, a child actor, not, like older individuals yep these are all adults all so, adults i'm gonna rule out jamie lee i think she's too big at that point to okay trivialize herself with yeah. that for a bit part et but was a gro highest grossing film at the time that was below jamie lee curtis is what you're saying with this logic yes okay only because i need a reason to tie it to harrison ford because he's buddies with spielberg that's and very think, true. That's very true. He would be like, yeah, I'll be a cop or, you know, like mm -hmm. an alien hunter or whatever Harrison Ford and wants to do. A space cop. He could be a good space cop. He's he, sort of, he sort of was like a bad boy. That's like, yeah, all the roles he played up until that point in time yeah. together, and he's a space cop. Okay, so, so A, Harrison Ford, B, Harold Ramis, C, Jamie Lee Curtis – or you know what, man? I may have made all these up. It's uh, is it D? I is don't think I don't think you would D me in public in front of everybody. So I uh, mean, consensually, I have D'd in public before. We've made out in front of people, but I'm yeah. gonna go with a Harrison Ford. A Harrison Ford. Now this is the part where you folks out there could yell out 
What answer you think? So Josh went with A, Harrison Ford. He believes he was the actor to appear in E.T., but get cut. For a round of applause or screaming, do you guys think it's A, Harrison Ford? No pop. Oh, oh that's do you the confidence think, I need in my life. Do you think it's B, Harold Ramis? Minor pop for that. Some pop at the end, or C, Jamie Lee Curtis. Or D, did I make all these up? What do you folks think? The correct answer, last call, A, Harrison Ford, buddy. Got it. Got it. One out of one. We are traditionally terrible at this game, so it's pretty cool. I thought, like, when everybody else popped for D, I thought, I was like, oh, they listened to me dominate you before, and they know you're coming for revenge. Oh, you've never dominated me before. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, there were even more live episodes than what we shared today. But again, thank you for five years of Thrifty. Uh, If you still like the show, if you're new to the show, make sure you tell your fellow friends and turn them into roaches just like us. Secondhand shopping has helped me through a lot of tough times in my life, and let's hope it helps me for at least a little bit longer. The next clip I want to play today is something that's never heard before on the stream. In fact, it's not even thrifty related, but it is podcast related. This one goes back into 2016. This is even before thrifty. So before thrifty, I was still trying to podcast and I was even worse than I am current day and I'm still pretty bad. But this clip is from a show called Slices of Life. I actually had a ton of fun recording the show. What this is, is my friend Mr. Jokes, Steve Whalen, who unfortunately has passed away since the creation of Slices of Life. I would record several minutes or even some seconds of just whatever I have Some episodes where it's just an audio recording of a wrestling match. I have audio recordings of cans being opened. Uh, A favorite of mine was me coming in and out of doors for about seven or eight minutes. But this clip today, what you're going to hear, this clip isn't like the other clips. What's fun about this one is it's actually from a local pool. Now the pool that you hear in this video it's still the pool that I go to this day and age, but uh, I'm not one for getting outside much. I do like to hide inside a lot. But I took my audio recorder and just walked around the pool and see what I got, and uh, we came up with 15 minutes at a community pool narrated by Mr. Jokes, Steve Whalen. Hello, listeners. I'm Mr. Jokes. Welcome to Slices of Life, Todd Tondera's audio scavenger hunt of sounds and stuff. You'll find today's episode makes a real splash. In fact, it might even shock you. Hope you brought your sunscreen, because you'll be spending 15 minutes at a community pool.
fast charger with a quick flip with the automatic transmission. An available 707 horsepower Dodge Challenger. The most powerful muscle car ever. It's why Dodge is the only brand with wheels as fast as it goes. One drive that you'll discover why Dodge is America's fastest growing Doormall pool customers, could Ashley Padgett please come to the front desk? Ashley Padgett.
That was your daily slice of life. Do you have some sounds you want us to hear? Do you want your sounds to be featured on an upcoming episode? Submit your sounds and stuff to slicesoflifesounds at yahoo.com. Hear you later. So yes, I've been recording myself doing stupid things for a long, long time. Uh, It's still weird to hear uh, Todd as my name when it's not... Thank you, everybody, for downloading this show in particular. If you're brand new to the show, uh, stick around. There is some cool things hopefully coming up. If you're an old-school thrifty head, wow, you probably heard those clips before. Unfortunately, there's no more clips for today uh, on the horizon coming up. July 23rd, I will be representing Brick Body Kids at MV Young's backyard barbecue and new kensington at voodoo brewing you could come out there and buy some clothes watch some wrestling on july 30th in the allentown neighborhood of pittsburgh pa the gala is going on there's going to be music entertainment food vending hours 3 p.m to 8 p.m myself and a bunch of other vendors are going out there and uh our vendor fee and and a lot of the uh, money earned that night will be going to Sisters PGH, so it is for a good cause. So if you're around the East Coast area and want something to do, five more years. I doubt I have five more years of this show, but that would be cool if I did because there would be more time to get roached. <laughs>